Star-loving Thursday with Fuyim Porfu. Right, let's welcome the best driver in Hills. Hi there, Fuyim. Are you good? I'm very well, thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, great, great. Cold Thursday it is. Uh, but earlier we yeah. were talking about talking about uh, buying uh, used cars, particularly on auction. Many people rather cautious about going that route. Some have had personal experiences. Uh, tell us about the pros and cons of buying a vehicle uh, this way. You know, sometimes people think that the cars at the auctions are much cheaper than what they would pay, you know, at a dealership, and that's not necessarily the case, particularly when you add up all the um, fees and costs, etc. So you want to make sure that the price that you are actually willing to pay is not the same price as what you would get at the dealership or even more. It looks uh, a little bit deceptive. I'm not saying that it is. It just looks better than what it actually is. So make sure that you you really scrutinize the deal um, before you go that route. Mm. Is it a worthwhile exercise, really? I think so. What it requires from you, though, is a bit of discipline. You're going to have to save up some money because uh, there's no HP, <laughs> you know, at the auction. Yeah. You're basically going to buy it. The hammer's going to fall on your bid, and you're going to get to that car and drive away. Or if you bought something that doesn't move, you're going to have to tow it away. So it's a bit of a, you know, you've got to weigh it up for yourself. Mm, but you've got to do thorough homework before you go that route, I suppose. Absolutely. And one of the things that you need to do is make sure that you arrive on time so that you can not only just get that catalog, which obviously lists all the cars that are on sale, but give you time to go and inspect the bodywork of the car. You know, looking along the lines, making sure that it doesn't have dents or misaligned body panels, uh, because it could have been involved in an accident or repaired or worse still, it could have been written off by insurance and rebuilt. You don't want to get stuck with something like that. Mm. And our car, happy times, a car on review this week is a Hyundai i20, 1.4 fluid. Not only did you get the pleasure of driving it, I believe you washed it yourself. I did, I did. I Actually, this is the first car I have washed myself with my own bare hands in years. That's how much. I, that's how good I felt about this car. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was a little bit dirty, but <laughs> I couldn't give it back looking the way it was. Look, the new i20 falls under, falls within the B um, segment car category, and it competes with the VW Polo, the Ford Fiesta, the Toyota uh, Yaris, and the Renault Clio, just to mention a few of its competitors. Um, I think it's a very good-looking car. It's very well-designed. What I like about it is that it doesn't scream entry-level like its competitors, like some of its competitors do. It's very grown-up. It's sophisticated. It's suave. It's, it's, it's polished. Um, and when you're looking at it you know, from the exterior, the bold front grille, the angular headlights, the two-tone uh, 16-inch alloy wheels really make the car look more grown-up than it actually is. Mm. And uh, fuel consumption and power? Uh, from a fuel consumption perspective, well, Hyundai um, claimed it at, I think it was 6.5 litres per hundred, and, well, I drove very well this past week, let me just say that. I managed about 5.9 per, um, 5.9 litres per hundred, and I really, really enjoyed driving it. This is a brand new car. It's not an, up- it's not an upgrade, it's not a facelift, um, so it's got a new platform altogether, and it's available in three five-door models, an entry-level 1.2 litre petrol engine, and two 1.4 litre um, petrol engines, which are set apart by their transmissions. One's a six-speed manual um, gearbox, and the other's an auto. And I had the six-speed um, manual gearbox. Oh, you asked about about power. Mm-hmm. Look, it's not a getaway car, hey? Seventy-four kilowatts, uh, but it cruises quite nicely along the highway. Although when I was in sixth gear, I felt that the engine took a little bit of a, a strain. Um, it really screamed a bit, you know, uh, revving at just over three thousand um, RPMs. 
only at 120 k's per hour. I found that a little bit disconcerting, but it's something that you can live with. Mm. Romy Titus is on the lookout for a car. What's the prize? Ah, starting price is um, 184,900. The model that I drove, the 1.4 fluid, um, six-speed manual, is at 207,900. But what I must point out, though, is that it only has two airbags. So, <laughs> yeah. That's a very big letdown for me from a safety perspective. Uh, its competitors have got up to seven airbags. This has got yeah. two, um, and that for me is a very and, big and um, issue. And it's a five-door? It's a five-door, yes. Yeah, that sounds like an anomaly. <laughs> there was no space. There was no space. <laughs> there was no space for an airbag. <laughs> what All right. for the airbag? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vuyi, uh, quickly, car tip of the week, yeah. Ah, yes. A lot of people have gotten a fair for nasty surprise when they went to re-register their car license discs or driver's licenses and found that cars that they had previously owned, maybe given away to a younger sibling or whatever the case might be, um, were still registered in their own name. So they had accumulated fines um, and registration fees and all sorts of things because that car was never deregistered deregistered from their profile. So cut it off the weekend, make sure that the car that you're driving is registered to you and any other car that you might have had is no longer linked to your name. All right. Have a safe weekend. Keep nice and warm. We'll chat again next Car Loving Thursday, will you? Thank you very much. Have a great weekend too. All righty. That's our best drive and Hills Car Loving Thursday is on the drive. Just gone half past four. Time for the headlines.